TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. I am doing A-OK. Good. Yeah, and you? I'm doing all right, yes. Cool. We're boating yesterday? No. Took a day off? I did, yeah. Mm, Okay. I just, I needed a day to relax. Gotcha. All that time out on the water, I had to take a day away from it to relax. Tuesday was a little rough, huh? Yeah. And not just the seas. No, it was no, Tuesday was great. Tuesday was a beautiful day. I know day. it was great, but yeah. the recovery. Yeah, I was out there for yeah. a long time. Right. I was out there for a little, so a little had a little boat fatigue, if you will. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. <laughs> I've been yeah. there, done that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It happens. Yeah, of course it does to the best of us. So another day with the same topic with some new wrinkles to mm. it. As what the, do you believe? The, the Ravens and Colin Kaepernick, that story is still out there, still festering, still something that does not have a resolution. And at this point, the Baltimore Ravens, uh, whomever is making the ultimate decision there, and I have a pretty good idea of who that is, is letting this drag on and is hurting all parties involved at this point. So first we hear an ESPN report that Ozzie Newsom and John Harbaugh are more than ready to bring Colin Kaepernick in, but it is the owner, Steve Bashotti, who is reluctant. He is not quite on board with it. He's the one that's dragging this out. So then Ozzie Newsom puts out a statement saying that that's just not true. Mm-hmm. But he didn't really directly contradict what the report was, he said other things in this statement. He said, quote, we are going through a process and we have not made a decision. Steve Bashotti has not told us we cannot sign Colin Kaepernick, nor has he blocked the move. Whoever is making those claims is wrong, said Ozzie Newsom. But the report really said that it, that Bashotti wasn't blocking it, but he was the one that was reluctant to it. Right. He hadn't made a decision, and he wasn't on board quite yet, whereas the Newsom rebuttal to that was that Bashotti said he hadn't blocked it. So I guess where we are now is that there's still a chance he could be signed, but if Newsom and Harbaugh are on board and Newsom didn't deny that part of the report and Bashotti's the only guy left who's making the calls and he's the owner, then we know exactly what's going on here. Duh! It's Bashotti doesn't know yet what he wants to do, and chances are he's leaning towards a no if he hasn't done it already. Right. I'm with you. Read between the lines here, please. Or what's left unsaid is the real story here. So you, the guy hasn't blocked it. He hasn't said he had an outright denying you the ability to go out and sign someone, but he hasn't endorsed it either. And it's obvious that you need that endorsement or you would have already moved on this player. Uh, you got two out of the three parties involved here, the GM, the head coach, and the owner. Two of the three are saying yay. One is saying nay. And the one that's saying nay obviously holds all the clout in this situation or else Colin Kaepernick would be a Baltimore Raven. 
and, and that hasn't occurred, and we'll see if it will. But uh, the, these both the head coach and, and Ozzie Newsom, and as great a GM Ozzie Newsom has been, uh, he's been excellent in that whole uh, front office at uh, identifying talent. They are at an impasse here with their owner, and 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 the, the owner holds uh, he he wields a lot of power, of course, and and so in this situation, they are really trying to get him on board. It seems like, and I guess they're still working him over uh, night and day. Say, come on, uh, we, we're, we're trying to make assurances to you. We've got assurances from Kaepernick; he's not going to be a distraction. Yada yada yada, or else, if that was the case, Kaepernick would already be a Raven. Isn't this one of those issues, though, where there, you either know or you don't what you want to do? Yeah. I mean, how much time do you have to mm-hmm. think about this before you come up yeah. with a decision? Well. Because the facts are pretty clear as to what's going on within the organization when it comes to football is you've got a quarterback at Joe Flacco that, yeah, will be back eventually and healthy and will be the starter. But you've got a guy in Ryan Mallett who has not been good throughout his NFL career and reportedly is awful in practice, throwing interception after interception. He's got a history of being a knucklehead. Wait, five interceptions in one practice? Yeah. That's a lot. Which, I'm just saying. Uh, which might happen to other quarterbacks, which you won't hear about it because there's... I, pl- I played with some bad quarterbacks. And you never NFL. had five picks in a practice? Picks. Okay, well, never, never, never mind. Picks. I was going to give him the benefit picks. of the doubt. Well, he stinks. We, we, know, we know he stinks. Never five picks. Never. <laughs> when we, we understand that, that the guy stinks. You have someone who's better and available, and you are either going to sign him or not. And if this issue didn't happen last year, he'd be on the team. So you either think that the issue was too big to bring him in or not. I mean, does he have to have this much time, Steve Bashotti, to mull this thing over who to know else, what you're going to do? Who else are you querying out there? Who else you need to talk to? We've talked about focus groups. We've talked about sponsors. Who else do you need to talk to? And if you've got your head coach and your general manager who have had a lot of success there in Baltimore, both of those guys, I mean, Ozzie Newsom is heralded as one of the better general managers in football. You've got those guys saying, we'd like to have him here. Isn't it your job as the owner to let them do that? Yeah, and and, and Steve Shotty said that I I'm not so sure he can help us win. Really? Why are you not so sure he can help you win? He played on a horrible team last year and posted 16 touchdowns and four interceptions. But yet you're not so sure he can help you win. But your backups, you're sure they can help you win, and they have nothing as far as their resume compared to Colin Kaepernick. Your, your starting quarterback. Uh, he put on a hell of an exhibition uh, that playoff season on the run to a Super Bowl victory uh, when, when you took on Kaepernick and the 49ers in the Super Bowl and, and, and won by the skin of your teeth because Kaepernick did help his team win and get to the Super Bowl. And, and so now you're not so sure he can help you win. Why aren't you? You've got a offensive coordinator, Greg Roman, quarterback's coach, who has worked with him. He knows the man. He knows this quarterback. So why are you not sure he can help you win when you have someone that has a rapport with him, has been in that locker room, has been in the trenches with him? What What's holding you back? We know what's holding you back, your pocketbook, and whether or not there's going to be a backlash. Well, deal with it and move on. Don't give me this, I don't know if he can help us win. He can help you win. Well, there's going to be a backlash either way right. at this point because there's enough people on both sides that see it from either way. You're going to have the people that are going to be livid that Colin Kaepernick got a job because they were so offended by his actions last year and kneeling during the anthem and sitting during the anthem, and you're not going to be able to change those folks' minds. And there's going to be guys 
like me and you that are going to be annoyed and talk about how the Ravens are blocking this guy from a job because of something that he did last year that should not put him in a position to not have a job in the NFL. So either way, he's going to receive some backlash. So what are you really scared of? Is the same thing I asked yesterday. What is the worst possible thing that can happen? That cameras show up, more people show up to training camp to ask your players questions than would have if he wasn't there? Is that going to derail your season because your guys after a training camp practice have to answer a couple of questions and maybe there's going to be a headline or two that have to do with your organization? Is that really the worst? Do you really think people are going to not show up to the games? Do you think the TV revenue is going to be negatively affected by Colin Kaepernick being... What are you really afraid of? (laughs) Show me the tangible things that you think will happen if Colin Kaepernick is on that team that's preventing you from signing him. Because I can tell you what will happen if you do sign him. What's going to happen if you sign him is you make your football team better because he's better than Ryan right. Mallett. Right, and, and and those who don't like the, the decision, they're going to tune in because they want to see the man fail. Those who, who love the decision, they're going to tune in because they want to see him succeed. So stop all the dithering and make a decision. Either you're on board with this or you're not, but make a decision. I think what Bashadi's holding out, hoping to, that some other team will come in and, and, and pluck him and take this off of his his plate. I believe that's what he's hoping for, and, and there are reports that there was another team that was very interested in Colin Kaepernick, but the owner stepped in and nixed that deal. Uh, and so I'm not surprised that that's happening. Uh, but Bashadi, to get this far down the road, uh, and, and still have not made a decision, that makes no sense. Just go ahead and and, and, and let us know what it's going to be. You want him or you don't want him. Oh, this is definitely an owners-driven thing yeah. from across the league because I do think that coaches and general managers don't think about that other stuff nearly as much as the owner will because they need to put together the best possible team to save their own ass, whereas the owners, sometimes they make – as much money if they win as if they lose. So it doesn't really matter as much to them. They're thinking, how is this going to negatively affect my bottom line on a fan forum on Sunday? Steve Bastiati said, we're sensitive to it, we're monitoring it, and we're trying to figure out what's the right tact. So pray for us, is what he said, Steve Bastiati. Really? that serious of a situation? I mean, that gives you a little bit of an insight into us. how much hemming and hawing he is doing over this. And a real leader... If he was, and someone who felt strong in his convictions wouldn't be dragging this out, he would believe in his decision, and maybe he did think about it a little bit and didn't know at one point what he wanted to do. Not everybody is as quick to make big decisions like that, but he would step up, he'd be confident in his decision, and he would go out and he'd say it, and he'd take the heat. A real leader and not someone who is... Just, well, uh, give it another day. I'm just picturing Steve Bashotti, like, in his bedroom with the blinds drawn, like, under the covers. Yeah. You know, the maid knocking on the door. Uh, Mr. Bashotti, uh, have you made a decision? I've got your tea and crumpets. Have you made a decision yet? Uh, no, leave me alone. No, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. Leave the crumpets outside the door. How about you say pray for those who are subjected to the social injustice that Colin Kaepernick is standing up for? Yeah, instead of the Baltimore Ravens right. organization can't decide who their backup quarterback's right going to be. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> Jeez, oh man. Just make a decision already. <laughs> Damn yeah, it. I know. And move on. Uh, Richard Sherman weighed in on this, and he, of course, is going to have a strong opinion on many things. 
And he said that it's not about black or white. It's not about the color of it, but rather it's about boy, stay in your place. And what he means by that, and it's kind of confusing in a sense because he says it's not about race, but then uses the term boy, which has been associated with um, with racial slurs and derogatory comments. But it's it's he what he is saying with this, in my opinion, is that the owners have, in a way, either deliberately or not deliberately, are sharing a brain on this where they're going, you don't act like that, and we're going to show you that you cannot act like yeah. that or there's going to be consequences. So, you know, don't don't mess with us. You know, you are you are the employee. We are the employer. And if you step out of bounds, we're going to make you pay for it. Right. And, and we've heard this uh, before. We've seen this movie before. All you guys do is search our history and, and you've seen comments like this stay in your place and and and, and those who don't believe in, in the, your the, your stance they they use the same type of verbiage the same talking points whether it's oh you yankees coming down here uh stirring up trouble we had trouble before we arrived we're here trying to straighten things out uh, and and you hear that rhetoric today on the on the political uh, scene and, and and so what richard Sherman is basically saying is that, that you just come here and be happy you have a job as if that job was handed to you uh, this is a handout you should be you should be, this is a privilege <laughs> a word that i can't stand it when it's assigned to to athletics so uh that's what he's saying and and, and seen it before and we'll can you continue to see it and the fact that as we've said many times on the show and an an object uh, carries more favor with with folks than a, a human life that's of a different color. It's just amazing sitting here in in 2017. So uh, Richard Sherman is right on point. He, he, he contradicts himself a little bit with saying this is not about race. It is about race. Uh, that's exactly what it's about. And what Colin Kaepernick was standing up to was the injustices that are applied to a certain race. Uh, and 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 what is happening now is a backlash because people don't like when you you talk about that and discuss that that subject matter because they have nothing to offer, nothing to help and assist with righting a wrong. And, and, and so do you want to keep Colin, Colin Kaepernick uh, out of sight and out of mind? That way you don't have to discuss this matter. You don't have to approach it. The topic is off the table if he's not playing. I'm really tired of people just caring about PR in the NFL, and it's just it's constant. You know, whether it's Jason Garrett who skirts the issue of Lucky Whitehead and is just – the, the company mouthpiece during the press conference, and he doesn't have enough guts to step up and say anything, uh, whether it's Roger Goodell, who has hid behind so many issues all the time and never really steps up and can, is concerned for what's good and the shield. He always hides behind that, but you know, really it's just about the PR and how people perceive his league, and the only reason he's doing certain things this year, like allowing celebrations and tweeting out videos, Snapchat videos of him and Antonio Brown, is to change the PR, not because he admits that he's wrong. He just wants people to feel a certain way about him. And now you have another situation that is driven purely by how people feel about what you're doing. Now, I know it's a business, and I know that all businesses need to make decisions that are going to make them money because you don't want to take a step backwards, but... If you really, really think that Colin Kaepernick on the Ravens is going to make Steve Bashotti lose money, you're nuts. The guy, as you mentioned yesterday, his jersey is still flying off the shelves. 
He's got a more popular selling jersey than 98% or mm-hmm. 99% of the rest of the NFL. Mm-hmm. And you're telling me that you're going to lose money if Colin Kaepernick's on the team. Well, there was something else that Sherman said that that stood out to me and the fact that uh, other players who believe in the stance. And who did we talk to yesterday about that? Uh, I, I, it was a couple of days you were still out. Uh, it was Cofield, I believe, Barry Cofield. Uh, the former New York Giant and Washington Redskins uh, player, and he said there were many uh, behind the scenes that uh, believe in the stance, but uh, for fear of losing their gig, even though there were others who stood up and 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 and, and are uh, kneeled along with Kaepernick from other teams a season ago. A linebacker comes to mind there, the Broncos, or a couple players on the 49ers team as well. That Broncos player, I believe, he lost the sponsorship there uh, in Denver. Well. Uh, that's that's small potatoes compared to what you're standing up to and speaking out against. So when other players were uh, come to the forefront, and especially those players who are secure, uh, secure in their spot on a roster, and, and say, "Yeah, I'm back in Kaepernick." And, and Chris Long is one of those guys that has done that. Uh, he's come out and, and supported. Uh, Kaepernick and, and said he's not a problem and his afro is not going to be a problem with Michael Vick and, and, and all that stuff. So uh, if others were on board and, and 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 got out there in front of this thing, I think it would go a long way with helping teams uh, move and decide whether or not they want to bring in Colin Kaepernick. I know we've mentioned this before, but I think it needs to be reiterated. Last year, the San Francisco 49ers players voted him the best teammate on the team. They gave him an yep. award. Yep. They voted on this, all of them, and he won the award. So there's another myth that is dispelled with bringing Colin Kaepernick <laughs> into the locker room. So if you think you're going to lose money, I can give you details on why I think that is a a false premise. If you think he's going to ruin the locker room, I could give you some facts about how I don't think that is going to happen. And if your team in 2017 can't deal with extra media attention and you got no shot to begin with. So what are you afraid of? Yeah. 855-212-4CBS. If you're Steve Bishotti, do you bring in Colin Kaepernick or not? 855-212-4227. We'll get your calls. A bogus update just getting started. We got Will Brinson from CBS to talk some NFL. And Jeff Van Gundy is going to join us today in about two hours from now. So we're fired up. We're just getting started. Talk to Geo and Jones now, 855-212-4CBS. If you are Steve Bashotti, do you change your mind or do you decide to sign Colin Kaepernick or not? 855-212-4CBS. We got double duty bogus today, so we got to get to him because he's got a busy day. Oh, man. Excuse me. Bogus yeah. here and Borgish over there, right? That's exactly. Right. Yeah, cool. Andrew Borgish on WCBS 880 this morning. He's doing sports. Had a tough time with his sponsor read at five fifteen. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. My apologies to Discover Card and their <laughs> awesome new service, free for card members, where they will alert you if your social security number, yeah, yeah. social security still number, still having problems, ends up on any of a thousand risky websites. Yeah, <laughs> social security number. <laughs> yeah, it got so bad there for Bogus, the tongue tying that mm. he started laughing through it. Yeah, yeah. So he had to Did giggle. The page? Had to giggle. <laughs> himself. Andrew yeah. Borges. Yeah, well, there's, uh, there's a Borges. I was then. Yeah. See, if that was me, I'd be thinking about those news anchors going, woof, like sitting back in the, like ready for when you're done, like locking out, just going, woof, man. Is, is this Borges? <laughs> wow. Well, you might, were you here for this? My debut on 880 was in a last second fill-in. 
So I was scrambling to write the script, couldn't record it down here, had to run up the stairs, didn't know where I was running to. Oh, jeez. To 880, sat down, they went immediately to oh, me. Oh, my God. And couldn't play my sound oh. that I needed to catch my breath. Uh. So it was 70 seconds of me basically on the verge of passing out from, like, <laughs> oxygen deprivation. That's how I started at 880. Radio nightmares. Open <laughs> yeah. it puffin', huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, well, let's see if you fare better with this update. What do you got for it? Well, I've got this. When you were out last week, Greg, uh, we introduced Brian to the website pewterreport.com. Yeah. Unfortunately for him, does not involve any hot women. They simply cover the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, mm. and John Gruden had told them he is always preparing to coach again. But then the former Bucks head coach said yesterday he doesn't foresee himself coaching again anytime soon. He was at Bucks headquarters because he's being added to the team's ring of honor. Texans wideout Will Fuller reportedly out indefinitely after breaking his collarbone in practice yesterday. And Chargers rookie guard Forrest Lamp has torn his ACL. Lamp was their second round pick. First rounder wideout Mike Williams is in down for the coming season with a back injury. Now, not sure what was happening on the Cardinal radio broadcast in the sixth inning last night in Milwaukee, but it involved music and missing Yadier Molina's second homer of the night. Yadier Molina hits a deep fly ball to left field that leaves the park as Suter threw one to Yadier's liking, and Molina has a two-home run game. John Rooney from the club on Cardinals Radio. St. Louis held on for a 5-4 decision over the Brewers. They gain a game on the Cubs in the Central, now four and a half back. The Diamondbacks, a 3-0 win at Wrigley last night. The Braves beat the Dodgers 5-3. L.A. had won nine straight overall and an MLB, and an MLB record <laughs> Discover card, social security <laughs> number, and an MLB record 53 straight when leading at any point in the game. The Yankees and Tigers were supposed to start at 1 Eastern yesterday afternoon but didn't because of rain. Then they sat for over three hours in the 7th, finally finishing after 8, 2-0 Detroit. The Red Sox and Indians never played in Boston because of rain, so the Yankees fall out a full game behind the Sox in the East. Baltimore shut out KC, 6-0, and the Rangers snapped their losing streak. The 2-2 to Gallo, swung on and a high drive into deep center field. Going back is Dyson, he turns, he looks, and that ball is history. Another monster shot for Joey. Above Greens Hill. That's Eric Nadell on Rangers Radio. 460 feet of homer for Joey Gallo as Texas snapped the four-game skid 5-1 over the Mariners. Our buddy telling NBA.com that New York is now his home despite tough times so far as the Nick Porzingis is in Johannesburg to take part in the NBA's Africa game. And the Buffalo Sabres working on an extension for forward Jack Eichel. It could be similar to the eight-year, $100 million extension Connor McDavid just got in Edmonton. Boys? All right, Borges, thanks, man. We will talk to you in a little bit. If you'd like <laughs> to hear more of Andrew Bogus, you Andrew can Borges. tune in to Can't wait. 880, stream WCBS 880 <laughs> on radio.com in about 15 minutes from now, and you will hear him. Big B in Pennsylvania on CBS Sports Radio. Good morning, Big B. Good morning. How are you guys doing today? Good, Great. Big B. What do you got? Um, hey, uh, after you guys gave my second favorite linebacker of all time a hard time yesterday, I felt like I needed to call in and clear some things up. Oh, okay. <laughs> Very good. Um, my first favorite linebacker is Brian Jones, obviously. Yeah, it's uh, everybody's. It's not yeah, just right. yours. It's everybody's favorite linebacker. They're in Pennsylvania. Are you close to a linebacker you? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I cover Penn State a little bit for a small magazine out of Philly. but Okay, yeah. go ahead. I believe you did. 
Well, my point, my point was just, I think that I think I was nodding my head all day when, when Greg was saying things today, like the, the expectation management or perception management PR in the NFL is just out of hand. I think that um, what a lot of people are trying to tell Kaepernick is to knock off the protesting and I think they have a little bit of a point because if you can name a second-string quarterback with that much clickbait out there like Manziel, they don't have a job. Yeah, Tebow, and, too, who I never thought was a great quarterback but probably should have had a job longer than he did in the NFL. I think people didn't like that sideshow either. Right, and that's I think they're trying to avoid the sideshow, and, and I just I, I can't stand expectation management or perception management. It's my. It's. I think it kills a lot of talent in this world, and I, I think that's what Ray was trying to tell. Was trying to tell Kaepernick. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, the other thing I wanted to say is, I don't really think God's that involved in this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm with you on that one, Big B. Great call, man. Yeah, Thanks if, for if he was, <laughs> if he was worth his salt, right, we wouldn't be dealing with this issue still, right? Yeah, I, I just everyone don't... would be treated fairly and yeah. equally. And and, and it, that sideshow that these owners and the NFL is is so worried about. I mean, what exactly is the negative impact on it? Because. Yeah. They, they. I don't want the cameras there. I mean, every time this comes up, whether it's signing, um, you know, drafting Michael Sam or bringing in Tim Tebow somewhere, or this Colin Kaepernick issue. Oh, well, you're not only going to have the sports media there, but you're going to have Inside Edition there and Good Morning America. So, so what? Deal with it. <laughs> supposed to be able to handle pressure. You put these guys through this Wonderlick test, and that's supposed to be a barometer of how they can think quickly and, and handle situations with in, in a limited time frame. So why are you worried about all that? And is it really going to be a constant thing? I mean, if, ah. you think Colin Kaepernick every single day is going to be doing something that's newsworthy when he shows up with the Baltimore Ravens, if he shows up at the Baltimore that's a Ravens? Cop out. If the cat can't play, let him go out there and prove that he can't play. That's what they'll be talking about. See, I told you, he stinks. He sucks. Can't do this. Yeah, I just don't. And I would imagine that, yes, the first day that he shows up, people will be there. More people than usual yeah. will be there. But after everybody answers the question of, what do you think about Colin Kaepernick being your teammate? What are you going to ask it the next day and the next day and then it's probably one or two days that you have to deal with that. And eventually you're going to get to the the player and, and whether or not he can perform. Eventually you got to get there, right? That's yeah. what we're here for to watch a team and 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 prove whether or not Bashadi owner is correct. I'm not so sure he can help us win. Well, let's go out and see. Michael in Florida next up on CBS Sports Radio. Good morning, Michael. Good morning. Hey, long-time listener, first-time caller. Love your show. Thanks, Michael. What do you got for us today? Hey, well, hey, I served 25 years in the Air Force, and my opinion is, um, actually, I go back all the way to San Francisco. If the guy worked for me, he brought his, he brought it to work. He brought, brought a stance to work, you know. I know uh, Jones doesn't agree with me, but, you know, he said it's, it's more than a privilege to play in the NFL. I think it is a privilege to play. First of all, you got to prove yourself to play. If the guy's good enough, even today I say let him play, but that's up to Steve and, and Ozzie. But, hey, when he made that stance after serving, you know, I served 25 years in the military. I've known people who died in war. Uh, I threw up in my mouth a little bit. You know, I was How was this a front to the military? 
Hey, we put our lives on the line every day for that flag. For the right for people to protest. You put, right, but, exactly. Well, my, my personal belief is, because I was raised in a very Christian family, you know, supported the flag, did my years in the Do military, you support human beings? Country. Yes, I do. Okay, okay so what? Okay, take okay, the flag I, out of your question. On, if human on, beings aren't being on, treated fairly and equally... Then. How did he help them? Because those people are still in the same situation. Well, There's it, a lot of other ways he's, he could have made a stand. How? What other ways? He could have worked in the communities. He gets, he's right? doing that. But, he's giving his he money. Really? I mean, is he really? Yes, I mean, he is. Does this stance really help people? Do you, believe, do you believe in the stance? Do you do believe there's, a, there's, there's social I injustice? You can take a stance, but you don't, you don't have to uh, kneel down and sit down while... While we're playing the national anthem, that's just me. Now, other people believe. I understand that's you, and I respect. I respect. That's a lot of people. Are you as fired up about those who are subjected to social injustice? Are you at fired up, as fired up about that as you are about someone else? We've lost the meaning of the whole thing. We're still talking about him, and we're not. We're not lost the meaning. We should be talking about those people. We are talking. We weren't talking about the people until he knelt. Okay, how much has changed since he's knelt? Well, we've sh- we've shown a light on the issue. We're talking about it, are we not? We're hoping that you and others out there who were not privy to this situation will now, if you see something happening, say something. If you're someone in your family, someone in your circle of friends who holds the views uh, that they're better because of their color, their race, their ethnicity, that you will smack them down, not physically, but you will Sometimes bring some attention. to be smart. <laughs> well, I would agree with that. Uh, I work with one. Uh, <laughs> hey, wait a second. <laughs> no, 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 no. He's oh, on the other side. Oh, you know, Mikey B. <laughs> yeah. oh. uh, so that, that's bringing attention to it. Is it not? If he had not kneeled, would we be discussing this? No, we would not. We would not be talking no, about this no, on a, a sports talk show. But I, I don't like the way he did it. I think there's... <laughs> There, he could have found a different way. Well, he's that—that uh, that was the first thing that he did, and he's done many things. And thanks for the call, Mike. Well, done... was I don't like the way, he did, but they give you no suggestions of how they should go about protest. That's my point. Well, well, we've d- been making this point for a long time. They told the slaves, "We didn't like the way the slaves revolted." Well, how the hell are they supposed to revolt? <laughs> Send a letter. Yeah, hey, please. Not Master, working out for us, Master. Would you please? Yeah. Let, let me free. Right, a, a, a carefully worded email. Like, is that what you would rather see? Yeah. And, and also, you know, Michael was operating under the premise that because he doesn't believe a lot has changed since Colin Kaepernick has made his stance public, that he should continue to do it or he never should have done it. What is why you keep fighting? Well, that's where I'm getting to. Yeah. Is the fact that just because you haven't seen or it hasn't changed to your standard or you aren't happy with the progress doesn't mean that you stop or you don't try. You don't try to begin with. I mean, I, I I never understood that, like the defeatist attitude of, well, what did that really do? Well, I mean, first of all, we don't know how it affected every single person. Right. First off, might not have affected your life, but you weren't affected by it to begin with. Did Jackie Robinson change Major League Baseball wholesale initially? No. Right. Others came after him. There were few trickle-down situations, and then boom, everyone's available to play baseball. Our football, our basketball, those folks fighting for the civil rights back in the 50s and 60s, did they have change immediately? No. Rosa Parks, did she change the bus system immediately? No. Martin Luther King Jr., Malcolm X, did they change it immediately? No. 
I mean, we're still dealing with some of those same issues, right. but things have gotten better. You don't yeah. stop trying because you don't like how quickly things are going. And here's another thing. You can't say I fought for the right to protest, then get upset when someone protests. 855-212-4CBS. If you're Steve Bashotti, do you bring Colin Kaepernick in? We're coming right back. Greg Giannotti, Brian Jones on CBS Sports Radio. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. There was news on Colin Kaepernick yesterday as the Baltimore Ravens decided to release a statement contrary, sort of contrary, to a report that was out that there was resistance from owner Steve Bushotti when John Harbaugh and Ozzie Newsom were on board with signing Kaepernick. Bushotti was the last one to not be on board, and they released a statement saying Bushotti has not blocked them, and they haven't made a decision yet, but that wasn't really the report. The report wasn't that Bushotti blocked them. It just said that he was the one providing resistance, and that's why a decision hadn't been right. made. Uh, so it's clear to me what's going on. I just would love for Steve Bashotti, one way or another, to have the balls to come out and make a decision and stand by it. Now, I'm not going to agree if he doesn't sign Colin Kaepernick because I know why he wouldn't be signing Colin Kaepernick and would have nothing to do with his ability to play quarterback, but at least have the balls to step up and make a decision and stand by it as opposed to hiding behind whatever you're hiding behind now and saying in fan forums, pray for us and putting out <laughs> statements through your general manager. Come the on. aliens are coming out to us if we sign him. What? Pray for us. Stop. <laughs> so if you were Steve Bishotti, what would you do? I'm John Quinones. 855-212-4CBS. James in Myrtle Beach on CBS Sports Radio. What's going on, James? How y'all doing this morning? Great, James. What's up? I think if uh, Colin Kaepernick really wants to make a stand, he needs to do it on what the real major problem is, which is black-on-black crime. And also, it's no different growing up this country being black than it is white, because I grew up in D.C. It was just as hard on me growing up in that area as it is where some black people grow up in the uh, more white-populated areas, so say. Summer's heat can cause your battery fluids to... <laughs> 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 come on, man. And, 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 and this is another default position. Well, look at what's going on in Chicago. People don't give a damn about crime in Chicago <laughs> until they bring up the fact that uh, you have unarmed black people being shot. And here's the difference, James. In one instance, you've got those who are entrusted with protecting and, and serving the population. In the other, the black-on-black crime you speak of, and I'm with you, it needs to stop. It's ridiculous. You got guys fighting over turf that they will never own and have never owned. It just makes no sense. And, and, and so those folks are just misguided idiots and criminals. So you got that, uh, uh, those, those folks over there, and then you have those who have taken an oath to protect and, 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 and to serve the community. So it's apples and oranges. Both are a problem. but we, And I think we can focus on both at the same time. But when you have those who have said, I, I have given an oath to, to go out there and serve the community, 
and, and, and yet you have folks who are, are being killed when they're unarmed, hands up in the air, they're running away from danger. Uh, that's a huge problem, and we should point it out. All right, a couple things. One, you can't have a stance on what Colin Kaepernick's stance is telling him to protest something else that you deem more important to you. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is about what's important to him and what he decided to stand up for. So if for. he was just so, calling out black people, that'd be fine. Yeah, if he just yeah. if he did that, then that'd be okay, right? Mm-hmm. No, I mean, I, I don't. That's This is what he did, okay? And this is what was important to him. Just like there's a lot of things that we could look at in your life, probably, that are important to you, and we would say, ah, you know what, you should probably do this instead. Yeah. Uh, nobody's doing that to you. Don't do that to him. And to seriously say... That And it's tough for me to speak from my perspective on this, but to seriously say that there's no difference between growing up black and growing up white in America is as misguided a statement that's ever been uttered on this show. Now, I could spend, we could spend, and Brian could spend probably the rest of the week (laughs) telling you why that is a misguided statement. I don't think I need to go through no. all the details, but that clearly to me is someone who has never even tried to step in someone else's shoes and will not hear those other experiences and take them seriously. Listen, there are others that have dealt with hardship and have had to come up through things that you wouldn't wish on other people. And nobody's debating right. that. No but, one's debating that. But if that's all I had to deal with when I wake up in the morning is the fact that I, I, I'm impoverished and, and I'm trying to find a way out of this situation, uh, this social economic situation I'm, I, I'm mired in. If that's all I had to worry about and not have the added strain of worrying about, well, what the hell is the color of my skin going to afford me today? I'm with you, James. But that's not all I have to worry about. I'm not, I don't have to just be concerned with whether or not my babies get to school okay or whether or not everything's going to be all right at work. or That stuff, you know, that'd be cool if that was it. But there's added significance and, and importance, un, 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 unfortunately, to having uh, this pigmentation. And, and, and that's the big difference right there. Yeah, everyone has issues, they got problems they're dealing with. Some of it is similar no matter where you come from, no matter what color you are. But then there's an added additional problem that people of color have to face. And no one is saying that it's only black people that deal with discrimination or that other people don't deal with that stuff. I'm just dealing with the statement that he said that there's no difference in growing up black and growing up white in this country. I mean, that to me is... I mean, that's why I've been... In full disclosure, I shut my mic off, took my headphones off, and started walking out the door when he said that because I thought mm-hmm. Brian was going to jump through the microphone. I wish that was the case. Yeah, that's where we're that's where we're striving to get to. Yeah, that's where we want to be, James. We want to be at that position. Todd's in Arizona. Next up on CBS Sports Radio. Good morning, Todd. Good morning, gentlemen. How you doing? Great, Todd. What's on your mind? You know, I feel like uh, Colin Kaepernick would be a great signing for the Baltimore Ravens. Not just because of his skills, but you think about everything that he's he's been through the last uh, you know last year. We'll just say last year. Um, I feel like Colin has. I wouldn't say dealt with everything. I wouldn't agree with the socks that he wore to practice. But you know, you think about guys like LeBron James and you know those other guys who wore the "I can't breathe" shirt. You know who are staples in the NBA. You know and. 
I, I wouldn't say Colin isn't a staple in the NFL, but hey, you know, he tried to stick out as much as he could for this problem that we have in America. And, you know, I think Baltimore, we saw those riots that we had um, last year and, you know, everything that was going down in Baltimore. You know, I think Colin Kaepernick would be a great face in the community there, you know, for people to rally around. You know, and I think I think he would just be a perfect fit there. We yeah. saw all the, the, the looting and we saw everything that was going on there and you know, I think I think he would just be the perfect fit there. Not not football. Yeah, I mean football, yeah. He would fill a void, but at the same time he would fill a void in the community too that's desperately needed. Todd, that, that's Baltimore interesting. A rough city. That's an interesting thought because we, we praise a, a lot of guys because of the work they're doing in the in their communities, which is the Walter Payton Award. That's all about what you do off the field and, and hum- humanitarian work that you do. But I, I guess in this case, it has to be the right kind of humanitarian work. It has to be the right type of community service. It, it, it can't be one that you pick and choose and it's near and dear to your heart. It has to be something that uh, we all uh, would agree with, which is just wrong. As long as you're doing something to help others or draw attention to a problem, Uh, we should applaud that. And everybody assumes that Colin Kaepernick going to the Ravens is going to create such a negative reaction and negative outcome, and that's why you wouldn't bring him in. But what if it creates a positive situation and Colin Kaepernick does do all the things that our last caller was suggesting and he's in the community and he ends up changing some minds and this all of a sudden... I mean, can we just... Maybe you think that's unlikely... But can we think like that for once no. and just say, well, maybe that's a no. maybe that's a possibility I'm not that this that. actually works out and it's no. a good thing in the end? No. Or it's just going to be the worst thing in the world. Everybody's going to stop watching the games. Everybody's going to stop going to the games. Everybody's going to hate the Ravens. There's going to be more violence. He's a jerk. All these things. But, I mean, what if he goes in and turns things around and all of a sudden the discussion becomes positive because of the things that he's doing? Well, you know, Todd brings up some points, you, you, valid points. You have protests, and, yeah, there were those who uh, looted, and you always have that in these factions. Hell, you have fans that loot and turn cars over and burn things during a championship celebration. So you had that faction, but the, the, the more, more of the folks were uh, just protesting and, and, and showing some voice to uh, a wrong that they were trying to right. A lot of calls on this. We'll continue to take them. We do have Will Brinson and Jeff Van Gundy joining us a little bit later. 855-212-4CBS. It's Gio and Jones coming right back. CBS Sports Radio. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The Step Back 3, you bet! Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.